Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hey everyone, I'm Angela Fazio. And I'm Kristen Cantrell. And today we get to talk to Tamothy. Um, oh my gosh. Corrigan. Just, oh my gosh, we have to start. <laughs> we can't start over. This is just the way it goes on Moms in Real Estate. <laughs> I, I know. You know, most people don't get my first name right. So at least you do. <laughs> I totally have your first name right. Yeah, Tamothy. That's a fun first name. It anyway, Tamothy is going to be talking to us about strength in numbers. It takes a village. We're so excited because before this um, episode of Moms in Real Estate, I'm pretty sure that Kristen and I were Vermont virgins. Yes, and now and, we're not. And <laughs> Timothy nope. said she's very glad to take that away from us. Gladly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm so excited to talk with you, Timothy. Our audience is going to love your story. So get us started. L let us know a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I'm born and raised in Vermont. I got into real estate in 2014, but I got into it as an admin. Um, I was a part-time assistant and then became the executive assistant to uh, the broker, the office manager, the closing coordinator, and then got my license in 2017, went on a team, um, and then ended up after two years deciding to go on my own. And that timeline of when I decided to go on my own is quite funny because I said I wanted to have a baby or start my own team, go on my own, but I didn't want to do both at the same time. And I told my broker I was going to go and team leader, I was going to go on my own. And a month, I think two weeks later, I found out I was pregnant. And then three months after that, the pandemic hit. <laughs> I <laughs> was have, like, boom, boom, boom. I know. I have but, never heard anybody say, you know what? I'm thinking today, should I go out on my own or have a baby? <laughs> no one's ever phrased it quite yeah, like that. No. <laughs> I just kept thinking, you need to have support. And that's a lot about why what I chose to talk about today because I was so nervous that I'd have a baby and wouldn't have support at work to keep things moving forward. And I, my, well, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about my family and my husband's lifestyle, but my husband's a dairy farmer. So both of our schedules are really hard to manage. And I just was like, how am I going to do this without having that support staff around me? Yeah, there's so many people in our industry that are so lonely and like crave that support. And for some reason, it's so hard for them. And there's definitely so many agents out there that it, it shouldn't be such a struggle. It, it shouldn't, but it no. is. And, and I, I think it's because most most companies run so archaically and so like, I'm not going to tell you anything. Mm -hmm. And so to themselves that they don't open themselves up up, up to community, which is... <laughs> which is what Everything. we all need. Well, and it's yeah. like, I have so many people that are like, I just want somebody if I go on vacation and I'm like, then right. go get somebody so <laughs> when you're on vacation. Yeah. I don't well, know. I, I uh, love your story too, because it's like you going from, um, you know, being on the administrative side probably just gave you obviously just like the insight to what it's like to be a real estate agent, but probably just yeah. like so many skills that made it to where when you got licensed, it was so much, you were just ahead of pr pretty much all the other people when they get licensed, which is awesome. I did put the day my license came in the mail, I put a house under contract. <laughs> <laughs> That's really? Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, yeah. hold on. Tell, tell everyone what you told me. I said, how's your morning going? What did you say? <laughs> um, 
Well, so far it's off to a good start. I've had two closings and I have one this afternoon and one tomorrow. No oh big my deal. gosh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love that. I know. And yeah, it's, yeah, industry. So, we're still I'll drinking coffee. <laughs> so it's early. <laughs> well, there's a three hour difference between us. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, I wouldn't have been able to do it without the, pe- the women that I've surrounded myself with now. And when I, so in 2021 started, I was coming out of maternity leave. I had my son in August of 2020. And I didn't have a closing for five months. I was almost six months, actually. And I had saved Laura. I was fine with it. But there was a point in March of last year where I went to my husband and said, maybe I'm not good at this. Maybe I need to go back to college and find a different route. Maybe this isn't right for me, even though I thought it was. He was like, just give it some time. And in April, at the end of April, I hired an admin. (laughs) So I hired an admin before I had actually had a closing yet. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? She she's like, hmm. I haven't had a closing in six months. What should I do? I'll hire an admin. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes you have to do that. I love the way that you think because sometimes you have to take this leap of faith so that mm-hmm. you can take another leap of faith in another direction. Yeah. And anyone that I've added to my team, the conversation has always started as I am a mother, and I love this career. I need. I want to do this well, but I also need to know that I'm doing that well. And I can't do, you can't do it all without some, that support. Um, so my admin came on and then the closing started rolling in. And I 100% can tell you that by having her only 15 hours a week, I was able to do 9 million in six months. Wow. That is so. Did you say 9 million in six months? Yes. And our average price point is about 275 to 300. Oh my property. gosh. Yeah. That that's incredible. So how many units was that? It was 30 units. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm glad you didn't go back to college. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, and you know what? That's so encouraging for anyone listening that is sitting there putting in all the hard work and not feeling like it's, you know, it's nothing, you know, like it's it's really hard to work hard and not get paid, but if you stick with it, and I hear this story a lot where all of a sudden it pops. And so mm-hmm. I think that that's so encouraging for people listening. Well, yeah, and, and if you, you trust to, that you're doing the work to pop, then if you, I, did, I was so worried about the client care and mm-hmm. I believed it was going to happen. So I was like, I know if I get this admin now and I can train her now that when all everything else starts to happen, we've already, we're already ready for it. I also love mm-hmm. that you acknowledge the fact that um, you can't do it all on your own if you don't have a tribe, because it's so easy. We talk about this all the time where it's so easy to just feel like we, oh yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. And then all of a sudden, like you want to break and, you know, and I feel like, I feel like for me, at least I go back, I go where I get a lot of help. And then all of a sudden I'm taking on everything again and I'm taking, you know, so it's like this kind of like roller coaster sometimes, but I think (laughs) I feel like you and I have this conversation a lot because we have to re-encourage each other in so many ways, Mm -hmm. but especially about, because we tend to take on everything. And I think a lot of women tend to take on everything. Mm -hmm. Because we want to be good at everything. Yeah. 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 And then it's hard. And we are. Well, and it's, (laughs) and and, you know, you, you talked about how, you know, you're so fulfilled in this industry um, and you want, and so it makes you a happy mom to your son. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes I feel like I'm so fulfilled in this industry 
and I take on so much in this industry. And then sometimes when I go home, if I'm not careful, I can start to be like exhausted at home and everything bothers me at home. And that's where it's mm -hmm. like, you know, where to, having that tribe and really leaning on them is so important. Yeah, I felt that a lot in 2021. And that's when I started recognizing that bringing on an agent, I wasn't planning on bringing on agent. Um, but when a situation presented itself, and I thought, I said, again, I want to be able to be a mom, and I'm running around a lot on the weekends. And I know that I have a lot of value to give. I don't know how to figure it out yet. But if you're willing to, let's figure it out together. Yeah. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit more about um, you bringing on an agent and kind of what you've fostered in that, you know, what you've grown, what you've fostered and what your goals are with that. Mm -hmm. So I had a couple different um, relationships going within the office. I had an agent that was newer that I was helping, but they were independent and they had a full-time job. So they were not able to go on the appointments and didn't have the resources always in the time to put towards listings. So she became a referral agent for me. And nice. that relationship kind of naturally blossomed and grew as she got to see more of how I do things and how we both do things and just recognizing the values that we both have. Her daughter was three months older than my son. So there was just so much that we had in connection with each other. So she was a referral agent throughout the rest of 2021. Um, the agent that ended up coming on as a part-time agent, she came on in the end of summer and she and my admin are both past clients. So again, they already know a little bit about how I treat people and I knew them both very well. And she came to me and was actually, I was going to try and set her up with somebody else in the office. And then I just said, you know what? I, I want to help you. I know that you can be really good at this. I'm not, I've never been a team leader before. I'm not sure how to navigate that, but I will, I will put in the work to figure it out. And I love that. I our, whole thing, our whole thing is built on who we are as people first and then our profession after that. Mm -hmm. Well, so here's how you are. She, I think you are the first person in my entire life that ever sent me a cookbook and a big thing of maple syrup. <laughs> Wait, don't tell that story yet. I, I want well, to tell that everyone's story. Everyone's like, why maple syrup in a cookbook? Angela, you don't even cook, but you're going to figure it out. Just a minute. Put a pin in that. <laughs> okay. Finish telling us about your team. Um, so it kind of all naturally and organically happened. And one of my favorite things about it is we talk about who we are first. There's no, there's nothing hidden. Um, I started some coaching programs to become a better team leader. And one thing that we were doing was a weekly commitment. And in order for us, I felt to really continue to support the fact that we're oriented first on the fact that we are mothers and that we are supporting each other and growing personally and professionally, that those commitments had to be personal commitments and professional commitments. And I've told them when they tell me their goals, I want to know what, you know, your sales goals. That's great. But I also need to know what you want from life because I can't support you as a person, person to person, if I don't know what you want two years down the road for yourself. You know, do you want to be a stay-at-home mom? Then, like, let's work on doing everything that you need to do for the next year or two years so that you can do that. And mm -hmm. if we're all honest with each other and we all are aware of what each person needs and what each person's scenario is, then 
the culture within us is going to be much stronger. And that's one thing that they constantly tell me back, which makes me feel like maybe I'm doing it right, is that mm -hmm. they feel like our culture is so strong and that we are so supportive of each other and so aware of who each other is that mm -hmm. it feels like a, a bond that can't be broken. Oh, I love that you do that. One of the things I was just thinking is you've given so many more opportunities to celebrate. So if you just know their work goals, if they achieve that work goal, you celebrate, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. like, I know there was a point in Kristen's life where she wanted a cabin up north. And so that had nothing to do with work. But when she had that, because we knew that about her, we could celebrate with her. And that's mm -hmm. like a mm -hmm. whole nother level of just relationship and yeah. celebration. Yeah. I relationship mean, and months. Right. Well, and it's just like, as you grow, as you continue to grow, because that is one of your goals, it's like, you're going to continue to foster something that's uh, very sustainable. Um, because a lot of, a lot of times you'll hear team leads, most of the time team leads complain because, you know, they, it takes a lot to get an agent onto their team and then they pour into them and then they leave. And so fostering an atmosphere like that will help it to where you're not having that uh, constant mm -hmm. turnover. Yeah. And I always said, if there's something that you don't feel like is going the way it should, then tell me I'm, I'm open to that conversation. If you feel the splits should be different, if you feel the, <clears throat> structure of our meetings and one came to me recently and said hey we're going over on almost all of our meetings because i'm a talker and i was like <laughs> you're oh my gosh i'm so sorry that should not be happening and now i'm like it is the end of the meeting and everyone's about to leave right now and if you want to stay and continue the conversation we're good but i'm like you know i want to know that i want to if you generally want to be better at what you're doing then you're open to what other people have to say hundred percent. Yeah. You have a, an obvious humility, which is yeah. really endearing yeah. um, because, you know, it's, it doesn't come over. It's not like, Hey, I'm a pushover. No, it's like, I care. Mm -hmm. And I'm humble enough to know that I need to stop the meeting because I'm a talker or whatever <laughs> it is. Right. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, let's go back. Let's go back to the uh, maple, to maple syrup. syrup? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was so excited because, uh, Timothy made my day. So I get into work and I have this big box. I'm like, who sent me something? And I don't get gifts often. So I was like, <laughs> felt so excited to open it. It was really heavy too. So I was like, what could possibly be in here? And I open it and it's this, uh, it's two, because it's for me and Angela, it was two um, big things of maple syrup and cookbooks. So tell us like, wait, 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 before you got to tell what you did to me. So I sit, I come in later. I don't know anything about it. I sit down at the desk and all she does is she puts it on right in front of me. She puts the maple syrup and she puts the cookbook. And I was like, okay. And then when I heard the story, I was well, like, I said, I can't ruin the story. I have to have her right. tell you. Then she wouldn't tell me the story. So I didn't get to hear it until I was talking to you, Timothy. And I was like, that was so thoughtful. So, and so thoughtful. unique. I'll never forget that. I know. Go well, ahead. It's no, so no. Real estate is a big, obviously a big part of my life, but you know, my family is too. And my husband is a um, seventh or some will be the eighth generation farmer in Vermont, dairy farmer. And they also have a large maple shipping operation. And I mean, I could send you milk, but that's not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's probably better than anything partial. we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit partial to it, but it's definitely the best maple syrup I've ever had. Um, but they, they have a very large sugar operation. I won't say the number of trees. Um, the rule is that we just have enough for pancakes, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> there's, they work very hard and 
So uh, most of the time I get done work and pick up my son and, from daycare and we go to the sugar house, especially this time of year. Um, and we go to the sugar house and we're with the family and all the moms are bringing dinner over and they're all working. So it's my husband and um, well, it started with their grandfather and the generations before that, but um, my husband's grandfather had three boys and those three boys and all of their sons. So there's nine of them total run four farms together and this maple sugaring operation. So cool. That is, I, so I cannot, I wish I could put a picture around that. You have to send pictures of what that looks like. Cause I, I can't even well, pull up a mental picture him, of what it looks like. Tell them like, I don't even know what to call it. When you like put the thing in the tree. I've gone and done that a couple times. Um, I always joke with people that he has a job and he does his and I have a job and we don't help each other do each other's jobs. <laughs> but um, I have gone out with them and so they have a tap. They put it in the, they drill a hole into the tree and tap it. And when we first started dating, they actually still had a couple thousand trees that were tapped with buckets. Uh, and then everything else was on lines that ran to the sugar house. But with the buckets on a day where the sap is running, there would be buckets on these trees through the woods in Vermont. So they're not <laughs> flat. It's not flat. <laughs> and um, the buckets would be overflowing. So you'd be running out and you'd jump on. I'll have to send you a picture. I do have a picture, but it's a, it's like a wooden wagon off the back that horses would bring you around on. And there's a giant tank in the middle and you would hang on to the tank on this wooden platform, bouncing through the woods to each section of trees and go grab the buckets and bring them back over and dump them in and bring it back to the sugar house that way. So it's a totally so different life. Yeah, I know. I want, I it, want to do that. <laughs> and honestly, it's humbling. You know, they work so hard there. You know, we all feel like our hours are crazy, but my husband leaves long before me in the morning and gets home usually after me at night. And there are some nights where he's not getting home until nine o'clock at night. And that's a big reason why it takes a village because mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many days somebody else is picking of our son from daycare because I've got around to a showing. Um, you know, I just was gone for a real estate conference and his mother came over to our house every morning at 4 a.m. so that he could leave and go to chores. And then she'd get our son ready and he would come home and drive him to daycare. So I can't even tell you, I can't even imagine, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing and our lives wouldn't run as smoothly if we didn't have all the family around us. We talk about that on the show a lot about using, you know, getting people around you to support you and help you. And, and honestly, I, there's, there's going to be another person who's going to make a comment after this airing to be like, thank you for this episode, because you can't feel guilty. You guys, you can't feel guilty or less than, or anything like that, just because you take help from others or mm -hmm. you participate in each other's lives in ways that are helpful. That's how mm -hmm. I believe God has created community to be like, I don't mm -hmm. feel guilty when my mom has to pick up Ari from school. No, and I don't feel they guilty love about it. That. They want to pick them up. Yeah. I literally I text. To, I have to I pick. Okay. My mom's gone a couple times. I better call his mom. I better call my dad. I better call mm -hmm. a few other people because they're like, you haven't called me in a while to get Landon. <laughs> Are you, do you sure that you don't want me to go get him? <laughs> I group text like four people last night and said, Hey, who can pick up my kids tomorrow? And Sure enough, somebody could. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I love it. And you know the what? I'll, I'll never forget. 
I'll never forget. I went to a Bible study one time and it was a big one, uh, a women's one at a local church here. And the girl that runs it, she, um, I know her and she got up on stage and, um, she's, she's like, the reason she started that Bible study was, um, to get to know other women in the area because she had a bunch of showing she had to go to and her husband couldn't watch the kids and she has three boys. And she said it was really like, like crazy to her because she goes, I had nobody to call to help me. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, that's so crazy. I can't even imagine. So, but she did something about it. You know, you might be sitting there and you might be like, I don't have anyone to call. Well, then look at what she did. She had that, she had a huge room full of women that she was helping with, you know, learning the Bible and going through different Bible studies together. And those are now her community of people that she can reach out to. So I think that that was cool. Honestly, my support doesn't end with our parents. I have mm-hmm. friends, luckily some of them are also in real estate and their kids are the same age, but I have called them and been like, hey, yes, we're going to come over for dinner. We're going to come over and hang out and have a glass of wine, but I'm going to drop Landon off and run down the street and show a house and come back. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, absolutely. Don't worry about it. It's the cousins. It's everyone. I. It's It takes a village. And for us, it takes a whole town um, but luckily half the town is my husband's family. So <laughs> you can ask anybody around here. There's a town and there's half of them are organs. <laughs> well, and, and there's more cows in your town than people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> One thing I love about this show is we get to hear what it's like selling real estate all over yeah. the place. And so it's, yeah. it's really like fun to put ourselves like to think what if we just like lived where you lived and how different it would be, you know? Well, how far do you, what's the farthest you think you drive for a showing or a listing appointment? Everything's very like, well, it depends. Like when I first started in real estate, I would drive an hour and a half to go do a showing on the other side of town. But as I got more productive, I didn't want to go far at all. (laughs) So it takes me 20 minutes just to get to the office and we cover four counties in Vermont. At, and then some. So I have, I have, I have, and I know girls on my team and other agents where we've traveled two hours one way for oh a my job. Yeah, no, no, that's crazy. Back you road, need to, you need to road. look up unlocked box. Yeah, everyone <laughs> right needs to away. look up unlocked box. I, no e. I just it's an watched app. that episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, you need that. <laughs> yes. Yes. You can't drive two hours one way. You can't even drive two <laughs> no. hours both ways. <laughs> my dad's like, maybe my dad loves to drive around. I'm like, maybe you should just drive me. That way I can sit there and keep working. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Well, you need yeah. one of those self-driving cars then. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. terrifying, but they work. That is. Timothy, I'm first of all, I'm thanking you again for mm-hmm. the most unique gift I've ever gotten. It was, I'll never forget it. That was awesome. Thank you. And you're you're absolutely a delight. I'm your your team members and the people that know you um, are so blessed to have someone so kind. Um, and thank you for being a guest on our show. Seriously, that was thank awesome. You. Thank yeah. you for having me. I can't tell you I was so excited about this because it's literally the two things I love talking about the most. Yes, yep. us too. Yeah, what I a know. coincidence! Yeah. <laughs> we just become best friends. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you as always for being a great audience. Keep your eyes out all year round for our Flourish event that happens two times a year. 
once in the April-ish time frame and once in the November-ish time frame. <laughs> <laughs> and our website is theflourishevent.com where it will always have updated information about the next event. Absolutely. Thank you guys for watching. And Tamitha, thank you again.